Hi, this is Jovi. This is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories. Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. All night long. Sorry, there was was a little buggy and it was like in my face. Okay. Jovi was doing some like flappy arms and I was like, (laughs) I don't know what you're doing there, my friend, but... It was in my face. Mm-hmm. So, hi. Hi, do baby. Jovi's dog is <laughs> on the microphone. He wants to say hi. He does. He wants to podcast. He does. Stop it, you sick. All right. So anyway, anyhow, whew, so have you been watching anything fun lately? Um, no, not since we last recorded, um, mm-hmm. because I actually went back to work because the vid, even though uh, last time I tested, I still tested positive. Um, I was able to work and everything kind of went back to normal. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to watch anything additional. Yeah. Um, gotta love that work from home life. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not going to lie though. Cause, um, the company I work for, they actually discontinued the COVID pay, um, at the end of March, which really sucks. Mm -hmm. Um, because in my opinion, I think COVID is very much still a thing that people are getting not just an opinion. It's a fact. (laughs) Yeah. But I know what I'm saying. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. It's not an opinion. It's fact. Yeah. Like it, it just, it just sucks. I feel like they did that prematurely and it shouldn't have been that, but anyway, yeah. I'm telling you right now, though, if we still had it and we got the full 10 days, I probably would have yeah, taken it. Not going to lie. Yeah, I didn't take my full 10 days when I got COVID and I had it like there and available for me. But I had so much crap going on at work, which I know is like a stupid like whatever. But I took the time that I needed. I, you know, didn't go back until I felt better, better. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, I still see that like pool of of covid pto time on it because we still have it yeah and i like see it still on my timesheet, and i'm like not that i want to get covid again <laughs> <No>. obviously <laughs> like don't want to but like you know it would be I, nice i want it i want it, it but, it's, <laughs> but you know what though off. it's good that you still have it because if god forbid you mm-hmm. do get covid again or you get sick and call it quote unquote covid you have it so or do you have to take the test to prove that it is covid if it's for us, we have to take the test okay. to prove. Um, okay. But I also think that there's a way for us to use it if we're like taking care of somebody who has it. Oh. So like if one of my parents got sick or if my sister got sick and yeah. I decided to go up there to like take care of her, whatever, yeah. um, I might be able to use it then. But I don't, I don't a hundred percent know, but I do still have, I think I only used four days when I got sick nice. when I got COVID. So yeah. Cause mine was over a long weekend. Right. And actually, mm-hmm. so was mine. Yeah. Uh, kind of. Um, taking the days, you could have took, quote unquote, took care of me. We could have watched TV all day. See, I could have been like, yeah. she needs me. Yeah, I do. I she do. needs me. I need to hold her hand and we can watch <laughs> television movies together. All the television. All the television movies. All the television. Yeah. We did nothing but binge watch this past weekend. My boyfriend and I did nothing. We did not leave the couch. We did like two productive things all weekend. He mowed the lawn on oh no he did that friday when i was working so no hold on we only did one productive thing all weekend we went on saturday and we bought a new vacuum Mm -hmm. because we are adults and that sort of shit excites us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we came home and vacuumed (laughs) with our new vacuum (laughs) how exciting Um, it was super exciting and then uh we did not leave the couch all weekend we just been watched everything good for you those are the yeah. best kind of weekends. I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, while yes, doing things and like going and having fun is cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my favorite weekends are honestly the weekends that I don't leave the couch. Yep. And I could do whatever I want and not have a time constraint. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh-huh. I just like being yeah. a potato. Yeah, it was nice because he had PTO last week. Like he just took a week off. Mm-hmm. So he was able to get like a whole bunch of shit done during the week last week. Nice. So when we had the weekend, everything was kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, he did do the lawn on Saturday morning. I had schoolwork I had to do. That's right. So he was outside mowing the lawn while I did my schoolwork. Then we mm-hmm. went and got our vacuum. And then um, 
then we binge watch, but we had been watching all of the seasons of stranger things leading up to the release of the new season this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And we were almost finished with the, with season three on Saturday. So I think we only had to watch like the last two episodes Saturday mm-hmm. jumped into the new, the new episodes on Sunday, watched almost all day on Sunday. We got to the final episode and the final episode's almost two hours long. Oh, wow. So we're like, all right, we'll put this off until Monday. Cause of course it's Memorial day weekend. We had off on Monday. Right. So we watched it on Monday and then he made me watch Willow the movie willow from like the 80s why okay so i've never seen willow right okay and they're doing a sequel disney plus is doing a sequel and wait willow's the one with the rat right no no i don't think i've seen willow then um warwick davis he is like a magical being he's a sorcerer and he has to protect a child and like bring it across like the countryside. It's basically Lord of the Rings, except with, uh, not a ring. It's a baby. And it's actually, in my opinion, people are going to be mad about this. Not as boring as, as Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, I just did a week of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cute. Super cheese. It's like extra cheese because mm-hmm. um, it's late 80s. It came out in like oh, 88. Yeah. So like there's no effects. It's like real dumb. Val Kilmer's in it. Val Kilmer looking real fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they're doing a sequel of it on Disney Plus, and my boyfriend is like obsessed with Willow. Apparently, it was like his favorite movie when he was a little kid. It was the movie that got him into fantasy and and stuff like that. So he's like, "Did you see their make?" And I'm like, "I've never seen Willow. So I don't know why you're so excited about it?" So he made me watch that on Monday, and it was it was really cute. It was like. It was super, super cute. So now I am also excited for the Willow sequel. Okay. And then, of course, I also watched Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, because that came out on HBO on Monday. Yes, it did. And I almost watched it for a second time today. I'm actually surprised you did it. That's very, that's, I almost did. That's what you do. That is Mm -hmm. what you do. Um, I did not watch The Secrets of Dumbledore again um, because. I told my fiance that we're watching it together ASAP, mm-hmm. but of course, Monday he had to work because he doesn't have a desk job like we do. Mm-hmm. And yesterday it didn't work. Tonight's not going to work. Maybe yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I told him like, we need to watch it ASAP because it's a fantastical movie. I It's my favorite of the three Fantastic Beasts movies. I agree. I agree. It's my favorite one. I agree. I don't really like the second one. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't love the second one. Yeah. I think they wrote themselves into a little bit of a corner in the second one, and like yes. had a, like in the third one they had to kind of correct some things. Yes. But I thought the third one was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my BF to watch it as well, and he really enjoyed it on Monday. So, which is shocking because he's like always like real like he'll either love something or hate it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so but speaking of fantastic beasts <laughs> uh-huh. i have a little bit of a true crime headline for all y'all today yes and it's so appropriate it's so appropriate this literally just happened today mm-hmm. three o'clock eastern time today is the first of june mm-hmm. so first of uh, well okay so We've been doing our Pride series for a couple of weeks now, but officially happy Pride because today that yes. we're recording is actually June 1st. Yes, yes, so yes. Happy Pride. Um, and my headline for today is from CNN posted today, just two hours ago, saying Jerry finds both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp liable for defamation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So basically the way that I, um, the way that it kind of came out was, both Amber Heard and Johnny Depp sued one another for three counts of defamation. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny was the one who posted the first um, the the first lawsuit for fifty million dollars in damages. She countersued with a hundred for a hundred million dollars in damages. Right. Of his three claims of defamation, all three were found to be defamatory. Mm-hmm. Of her three claims of defamation only one was found to be defamatory Mm -hmm. so technically if we're calling it a if we're calling it one-to-one johnny depp won yes absolutely um yeah so he is being awarded 10 million dollars in compensatory damages um the jury also awarded five million dollars in punitive damages um and then 
her Amber Heard is getting two million in compensatory damages, which then would even out to eight million to Johnny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, but no money for punitive damages to Amber Heard. However, in the state of Virginia, where the case is being um, where the case was being heard, the punitive damages is capped at three hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So he's basically getting eight million three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, from her. Um, well, you know, she's just going to pledge it. You know, that's it. She's going to pledge. She's going to pledge it. That's it. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah, she was present in the courtroom. He was not. He was in um, he was in London or in the UK Mm -hmm. um, with a previous engagement with his band. So he was not present in the courtroom. He has not yet uh, released a statement. She has. Oh, her statement. Oh, my God. Her statement was interesting. It was interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, you know, that was one of those definite, like it was definitely a media circus. It was Mm -hmm. definitely a, you know, it was a, it was a trial in the court of public opinion more than it was in that courtroom. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was definitely an interesting one. So I'm, I'm happy it's over. Me too. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy it went the way it went. I know not everybody agrees with that, but that's kind of where I'm at on that. No, I agree. That's the, that on that. I, I agree. And she, I, I could pretty much say her career is dead um, or close to it. Um, she's not favorable at all. No. And I, no. she did it to herself. I'm sorry. She, she did it to her. Congratulations. Herself. You played yourself. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Done. Quote DJ Khaled. <laughs> so stupid uh but yeah yeah and like the whole thing is that's frustrating is with so speaking specifically a fantastic beasts franchise he excused himself from the franchise because it was when everything was just heating up in the uk trial right he took his money and ran basically and said all right i'm out because i don't want you guys to have to make that decision yeah which sucks but it is what it is right and it's good that he did that you know what i mean he took the initiative Correct. Um, which is a smart with, move on his part, I think. With Disney, mm. they done fe- fucked up A.A. Ron yes, because they, they were the ones who dismissed him yep. without really everything being kind of settled yet. And so now there goes the days of Captain Jack. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing like with Disney. I mm. feel like they do that a lot. They preemptively do these things without the facts being laid out. Yeah. Think before they speak a lot. Right. And I'm just like, why don't you take a second to kind of see Regroup. what's going on? Right. <laughs> Instead yeah. of jumping the gun because yeah. you 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 played yourself too. Congratulations. You, know I mean? you also played yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like legit. Uh, a yeah. legit. And now believe me, I am not a lawyer. I am not a mm-hmm. law expert. Mm-mm. I just am a person viewing this the way that everybody else is yes um you know and i'm we are all entitled to our own opinions yes so there you go but obviously my opinions align a little bit more with the jury yeah agreed agreed so that is uh that's your true crime headline that is Mm -hmm. your what's what we're watching Mm -hmm. update Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um if you have not if you're not a stranger things fan my friends I don't understand people who aren't. Yeah. And I hate horror movies. I, I hate horror movies. It is such a good show. It is. It's so well written. It is so suspenseful. Mm-hmm. It's cuckoo's bananas. This new season is just insane. And like it does this thing. And I'm not going to say too much because Jovi, I know you haven't seen it yet. Not yet but no. it does this thing where it ties up loose ends that you had no idea were loose ends in the first place. Nice. I like love that. Gives I love additional that. Con- yeah, it gives like additional context to things where you're like, I didn't think that needed to be explained further, but now that it has, I'm really happy. To yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's my question is, um, since mm. you watched it, should I binge the first couple of seasons or is it something that I could watch and understand? Um, I mean, I have no problems re-binging it because it's a great show. I yeah. absolutely watch it again. So here's, here's my, th- it's been so long since season three, yes, right? Yes. Season three came out in like, I want to say it was summer of, was it 2020? It might've even been 2019. No, I, I feel think like it was, it was fucking forever ago. I want to say, been 2020. I want to say it was pre-pandemic though. When pre-panty? it came out, I think so. 
Let's look it up. Okay. But um, it, either way, regardless, whether it was 2020 or even further back than that, it was forever ago. Right. And up until this new season came out, season three to me was the best season. July 4th, 2019. Shit. So it was three years. What yes. Fuck. Yes. Um, that's crazy. But to me, season three, up until this new one had come out, was the best season. I loved season three. Season three was a good season. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And if if nothing else, just to rewatch season three, just to get like that lead in, because where you join in season four is only like one year after the action at the end of season three. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff that might be really great to have fresh in your mind before you jump into season four. Okay. But dude, it is, it's fucking good. And this is only the first round of episodes because are another round coming out next month. Yes. So basically what they did was they released the first seven episodes on May 20, blah, 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 seventh, whatever Friday yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Um, they released seven episodes. Now, all of the episodes were at least an hour long, if not longer. It was like, I think on average, like an hour and 18 minutes. Okay. The final episode of the first half was an hour and 38 minutes. Oh, wow. The second half is only two episodes, but the first episode is an hour and a half long. And the second episode is almost three hours long. No shit. It's like two and a half hours. Well, okay. So it's like two and a half hours long the second episode wow yeah okay. so it's only two episodes but it's like long they're episodes. long they're basically two movies okay now is that is this gonna be the last season there's one more season there's gonna be yes. a fifth and final season which okay. i'm so fucking excited about because i'm like they do this so like if it ended now like if it ended at the end of like these next episodes that are coming out in july i think it would be okay mm-hmm. but like this season's so effing good i don't want it to be over got it Got it. It got so scary. This season got so horror movie scary that we were watching like the fifth and sixth episode. It was late at night on Sunday night. And I made my boyfriend go and turn on the the light in the other room so it wouldn't be dark in the house because he wow. had all the lights off. And I was getting like, like scared. Like I would hear a noise. I'm like, What's that? Like, oh my scared. God. <laughs> I can watch documentaries about every serial killer on the planet and be like, what an asshole you know and go to bed and be fine yeah dude stranger things got me fucked up okay fucked up it was so good i'm excited to watch it yeah i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch it although i have right. a feeling it's still gonna be a while before we even attempt to watch it because we're still so busy this I know. month like i just this summer is gonna be bonkers I, I, crazy, crazy. Uh, it's I to make up for the last two years where we couldn't do anything but sit on our ass <laughs> for real and like we real. were complaining because of that and now i'm complaining because it's non-stop stuff and i'm just like just stop I know. just 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 stop i don't i like not doing anything <laughs> can you believe we have 20 more days until that backstreet boys concert oh my god 20 more days it came, it came so, so fast. fast and it's a, we've been waiting for this fucking concert for since years. July of 2020. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden it's 20 days from now. Like yep. WTF. Yep. Oh, I'm Whatever. ready. I'm so ready. I'm me too. And then like only two weeks after that or three weeks after that, we're going to see new kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy band summer. Boy band summer. All about that life. Mm-hmm. All about that life. Dude, it's going to be a cray cray summer. Agreed. Agreed. I'm excited. And then. <laughs> we're gonna go see bb mac yes we are in september at disney world yes! i was so excited bb mac <laughs> hi mm. we we are now 18 again and yeah oh my god the day of the youth yeah of being a teenager and seeing all the boy bands in one summer it's just it's great so it's great Ugh. it's great so excited i am i needed this so- after two years of literally staying in the house i needed this yes yes so excited i agree all right so with all that being said i think it's time for our third bed crime story for our pride month series this week is going to be brought to you by jovi she's going to tell us a story tonight our bed crime story for this week please jovi take it away well thank you shirley for that wonderful introduction oh you're welcome (laughs) i today um I had to, I wasn't sure who I wanted to do. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I had to dig in a little bit into the interwebs. <laughs> um, and I came across this story and I remember hearing about it, but it like, I only heard like the basics about it. So mm-hmm. I decided for this week that I am going to do the murder of Gwen Amber Rose Arojo. Arajo. Uh, uh, Arajo. Sorry. Nice. Yes. I uh, know this one. Not details, but I know this one. Right. It's sad as they mm-hmm. all are. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to do the blanket apology like Charlie did last week. I am no, I am very Caucasian. <laughs> so saying some of these last names, I'm going to try my best, but mm-hmm. if they sound silly, it's because I don't, I, I, I suck at the rolling of the tongue. It's it with all the respect in the world. Yes. Yes, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So my sources for tonight are the infamous Wikipedia because can't go without it. Yep. Um, the Advocate, oh. Medium.com, mm-hmm. mm. and this one's new to me. It's en-academic.com. Mm. So I'm like, okay, it's it's kind of set up. Sounds like, smart. It, it does. <laughs> it's kind of set up like Wikipedia, but um, it's cleaner, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. the information it, the way they have it listed is a little more cleaner like but you could tell that it referenced wikipedia and you know it does gotcha. the same thing where when it takes information it'll cite it on the bottom so nice okay um but yeah it was very helpful cool so let's dive right in mm-hmm. gwen amber rose arajo was born edward arajo jr on february 24th 1985 while she was born a man inside she always felt like a girl at the age of 14 Gwen told her family that she was a girl her family fully accepted her and loved her no matter what when she was a child her sisters really enjoyed to um to play dress up with her dressing her up in you know dresses and really cute outfits and doing her hair and makeup um and because of it, she began to grow her hair long and planned to go to undergo the hormone treatment and surgery. Mm-hmm. She picked the name Gwen because she loved Gwen Stefani. Cute. Yeah. And I was like, oh, um, and, you know, she was living her true identity and was truly very happy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Gwen was your everyday teenager in many ways, a beautiful young woman who liked crop tops and blue jeans and lived in a small community in Northern California. And she dreamed of one day becoming a Hollywood makeup artist. Hmm. She was loving, funny, and sweet, but she never had a chance in school. Due to her feminine voice and the way she dressed, she was bullied and humiliated. Of course. course. Of course. Because people can't. Because why can't we just live our lives? Exactly. Exactly. God forbid somebody's different. Yeah. Teenagers are going to teenage. Yep. Yep. Bastards. Uh Uh-huh. Um, after years of this behavior and being transferred to an alternative high school, she ultimately decided to drop out. It, it wasn't her thing. And you know what? Honestly, I, can you I can't really blame, blame her. her. No. Yeah. Can you really blame her? Not yeah. even, not even a little bit. Gwen met Michael Magidson, Jose Morel, Jaron Neighbors, and Jason Cazares in the summer of 2002 summer 2002 i remember it well yes yes me too <laughs> that was the summer the mtv beach house came to the jersey shore oh, my friend yes that that was i remember that summer real well yes <laughs> times. um she was reported to have engaged in oral sex with michael and anal sex with jose she claimed to be menstruating during sex so when so they wouldn't be tempted to put her put their hands down where her genitals Mm -hmm. were because she didn't want them to see that she had still had the male private parts Mm -hmm. a few months later they were having a party and they had invited her to said party on october 3rd 2002 she attended the party at a house that was rented by jose and his two brothers paul and emmanuel Mm -hmm. and michael jaron uh jason and his and, and Paul's girlfriend, Nicole Brown, were all in attendance. Mm-hmm. In the early morning hours on October 4th, 
2002. Damn it, I put 2022 again. Oh, well, it makes sense because that's where we're in. So, I yeah, know. it makes sense that that would be a natural thing to do. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I my bad. You know, just confuse myself. It's fine. Michael asked Gwen to reveal her gender or allow him to touch her genitals, to which she refused. As because it's also nobody's fucking business exactly exactly do not touch right and also it's none of anybody's business if she is not choosing to be public about her gender identity stfu bro exactly nicole's nicole brown uh paul's girlfriend suggested that one of the boys should inspect gwen and michael took her into the bathroom to do just that fuck you girl yeah after a half hour, during which Jose later confessed that he had sex with her, Nicole went to the bathroom where she discovered that Gwen had male genitalia during the forced inspection. Nicole was surprised and blurted out, quote, it's a fucking man. And the men with whom she had sexual relations with became enraged and violent. Upon exiting through the front door, Gwen was confronted and forced back into the house by Michael. After Gwen was brought back into the house, Michael grabbed at her skirt and underwear in an attempt to expose her genitals. He then put her in a chokehold, punched her in the face, began to choke and began to choke her, but was pulled off by Emmanuel, who was Jose and Paul's brother. Um, And he later stated that he tried to escort Gwen away from the house, but he was prevented from doing so by Michael and Jaron. Jose, who was also enraged as he had sex with Gwen, struck her in the head with a can of food, which left a cut in her head. And he also hit her with a frying pan shortly after that. Jesus. Yeah. He struck her so hard with that can of food that the can itself was dented. Fuck, man. Yeah. The last words that Jose heard her say were, I told you I was sorry. That's enraging. It's, and heartbreaking. It's fucking depressing. Like and heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. It's horrible. It's. I told you I was sorry. I'm. I told you I was sorry for being who I am. Right. Right. And you're not. Is man the rest to of that sentence? It. Yeah. 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 And you're not man enough to accept it. Yep. It was sometime after this that Emmanuel, Paul, and Nicole had actually left the house. Oh, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. She started the fucking fire, and then she's like, okay, bye, mm-hmm. and she moonwalked yeah. out of there like Nick Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason and Jaron left the house and took Michael's truck to retrieve shovels and a pickaxe from Jason's home. When they returned, Gwen was still conscious, bleeding from the cut in her head from the can of food and sitting on the couch. Jose was concerned that she was bleeding on the couch, so he ordered her to get off of it because nobody on that couch, you know. Because your your housekeeping responsibilities mm-hmm. are more important than this human life that mm-hmm. you've now ruined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is unclear when the assault continued, but when it did, Michael kneed her in the head against the living room wall so hard that it left a dent in the wall and cracked the plaster, rendering her unconscious. Jesus Once she was unconscious, he bound her wrists and ankles and wrapped her in a comforter to minimize the amount of blood staining on the carpet before being carried and placed into the bed of the pickup truck. They then drove Gwen's body four hours away and buried her near the Sierra Nevada mountains in a shallow grave. Later that morning, during a phone conversation, Nicole asked Jose what happened after she had left, to which he replied, quote, let's just say she had a long walk home. I don't like any of these people. No. Like, not even. I'm sorry, they're all fucking guilty. Whether or not they touched her, they're all fucking guilty. Agreed. The party goers did not report the crime, and the assailants said nothing to anyone about the murder. It is not clear at what point during the sequence of events that her death occurred. However, the autopsy showed that she died from strangulation associated with blunt force trauma to the head. Gwen usually checked in with her mother, so when she did not come home the day after the party, her mother called the police on October 5th to report her missing. Police did not initially take the missing person's case seriously because she was... (laughs) I know, shocking. Um, Because she was transgender transgender, and was known to stay away from home overnight. Bullshit. Yeah, okay. Bullshit. Known to stay away from home overnight, but guess what? She comes home in the morning. Correct. And she didn't. Correct. And I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if she's trans or not. 
-hmm. my kid's missing. Exactly. Exactly. And I know we've said this before. Anytime something like this is mentioned in a case where they don't take it seriously because they're transgender or because of their race or because they're quote unquote, just a runaway. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That should be against the law. Correct. If somebody is coming to you saying, look, I know it's only been this amount of time, but this is not like said person to be like this. Something I can almost guarantee you their parents know them better than you do. Correct. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. It's it's just it's fucking disgusting. And the thing that always drives me crazy, too, is what's the harm? Right. Right. What's the harm? What's the trouble? What's the trouble Mm -hmm. with looking, trying to find this person Mm -hmm. and getting a head start just in case something has gone wrong? Exactly. But, you know, God forbid they do their job, though. Charlie, come on. And in the case and in the case of the people where they're like, well, they're just I bet they just ran away. Doesn't that also mean they're in danger? Correct. Shouldn't you also be looking? Yep. Whether or not it's voluntary or not, they ran away from home. That's that's trauma. That's distress. Mm-hmm. Fucking go find them. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're the younger teenagers. They don't right. they don't know. They don't know right. shit. They may act like they do, but I'm sorry. You don't know what's out there until you're out there. Correct. And it's just it's a bullshit excuse. It's a big bullshit excuse. Rumors reached her family that a girl who had been outed as transgender at a party had been killed and buried in Tahoe. And her aunt called the police on October 9th to pass on this story. Like, hey, this is this is not a fucking joke. Yeah. It was then that police began to interview the party goers. Oh, well, it's about fucking time. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Four (laughs) days later. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Four days later, Mm -hmm. Um, which is past the first 48 hours. And well. We know that story. We know what that means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two days after Gwen's death, a friend of Jaren's described him as appearing distraught. Neighbors, one of four attackers, uh, who's Jaren, Jaren Neighbors, that's his name, hmm. um, led authorities to the gravesite in, quote, exchange for his, his guilty plea to voluntary manslaughter and a promise to testify at the trial. So he only did it one because it was starting to eat at him and two you know what i'll tell you but i want the lesser of the sentences right that's also bullshit but whatever yeah alameda county sheriff's office dispatched four crime scene investigators and two detectives to recover the body from the grave site the four accused of the murder were michael magidson who was 22 jaron neighbors Mm -hmm. 19 jose mayrell 22 and paul um jose's other brother older brother not other brother paul was quickly released because his girlfriend nicole came forward to the police telling them that paul had left that night with her paul and his girlfriend were never charged and became witnesses for the prosecution jason caceres was arrested over a month after the other defendants and only after Jaron implicated Jason in a letter to Jaron's girlfriend explaining how he Jaron wasn't involved in the killing. He later testified against the other three in a deal with the DA for a lesser charge of manslaughter and an 11 year prison sentence after police monitored a phone call conversation between Jaron and his girlfriend Dolores. So basically and even when I was doing the research for this, I'm like, it's a, no, you did it. No, you did it. It's just, yeah. a, no, no, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. We left. We, exactly. yeah, we left. It's I don't fucking know. Pointing fingers yeah. instead of somebody being like, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for this because I'm a shithole person. And I, right. I did this. Or the cops look around and be like, you know what? You're all pieces of fucking shit. Let's throw you all in goddamn jail. Because if it wasn't for you saying, oh, take her in the bathroom and look to see what she's got under there. And for you getting mad because, oh, God forbid. And the thing that drives me crazy is these weren't young kids. These are people in their 20s. Like, grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. I 120% agree. It's fucking aggravating. All right, I am going to do a breakdown of the trials because there was a couple. Okay. The first one is was just for Jaron Neighbors. Jaron pled guilty on February 24th, 2003 to a lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter, which carried an 11-year prison sentence along with the promise to testify against the other three, like I had mentioned uh, a little bit right. earlier. During the formal entry of his plea, Judge Kenneth Burr warned Neighbors that 
he could still be charged with murder if prosecutors found that he was not quote living up to your end of the bargain hmm. which okay. i mean okay um yeah he's judge burr so. <laughs> i was waiting i was waiting for it during the February 2003 indictment proceedings, Jaron gave a detailed account of the murder and the burial. As they were burying her, the men continued to disparage her. He testified that he stated he, quote, couldn't believe that someone would ever do that, would be that deceitful, end quote. Okay. Okay. Fuck you. Yes. Fuck you. Oh, no. Fuck you real Absolutely. hard. Asshole. Absolutely. You can't believe you can't believe you can't believe that she would be afraid that, oh, I don't know, a person like you fucking exists. So she keeps her real identity secret because she's scared. And obviously, oh, I don't know, rightly fucking so. How fucking dare you? How dare you? And then you have the friggin' audacity to kill mm-hmm. her and then say, I can't believe she lied mm-hmm. to us. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Fuck. It's like you, you, you just you. you just by saying that you just fucking proved exactly what a piece correct. of fucking shit and you why are. she did not tell anybody. Correct. Because correct. of fucking people like you. Right. I don't understand why she lied to us. Are you fucking kidding me? Because she was probably afraid that you would fucking kill her. Oh, wait a minute. You, you did. did. Trash. Trash. Garbage yes, human. 120 fucking percent. That's the first trial. Okie dokie. And then he stated that Jose added to that statement, quote, he was so mad he could still kick her a couple more times. Yeah. I know. Mm. Dude, Mm. I know. I wish you could have seen my face when I was doing this. I was like, you. mm -hmm. Mm Jaron received an 11 year sentence on October 25th, 2006, with credit for time served. So it wasn't the 11 year on top of. (laughs) No, no. No, no, <laughs> it's appalling. Yeah. And it's not long enough. It's appalling. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that. What? Are, who were we talking? What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about when Nikki did the story about the Dozier School for Boys. Right. And I kept saying this wasn't that long ago. Yes. People like to pretend that when we're talking about these things, they're historical. They're in the past. And we have learned and grown. Fuck you. That was less than 20 years ago. Yep. That is not that long ago. It's not long ago, uh, long ago enough for us to turn around, look at each other and pat each other on the back and go, we did really great since then, guys. No, fuck you. You're all still pieces of shit. And I can guarantee you they've learned less than nothing because they got away real, real fucking easy. While this poor girl lost her fucking life Mm -hmm. and that her family lost their daughter. And that her sisters lost their sister. Like, and you're like, but I was so mad. Fuck oh, you. were you? Were you mad? Oh, poor you. You were so fucking mad. Cry about it, bastard. Fuck you. This was not long enough ago for us to be proud of the progress we've made yet. I this is 120% why people agree. are still mad. And they should be. And as they should be. So yeah, that was that was just the first part. Um Sorry, no, Jovi, I am so no. sorry. You have nothing to be sorry for because everything you're saying is absolutely correct. Now I'm going to get into the trial for Michael Magidson, Jose Morel, and Jason Casares. And this is the first trial for them because there was two, of course. Okay. So before the first trial, the prosecuting attorney... Alameda County Deputy District Attorney Chris Lamero argued that simply being transgender should not have been a death sentence. Yeah. Common oh. sense. Oh, oh, how is that sentence the most beautiful thing I've heard today? Simple, straight to the point, and the 100 percent God's right. honest truth. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. The I'm gonna read his quote. Quote, one can debate the propriety of one choosing to identify with the gender other than the one they were born with. But I trust Mm -hmm. juries to understand that people don't get to make life or death decisions simply based on someone's lifestyle. That's not a world Mm -hmm. in which I want to live or most people Mm -hmm. want to live in. Mm -hmm. I I love this Chris guy. I don't know him, but that is beautifully said. And he's 110% Mm -hmm. correct. 
Jury selection for the trial began on March 15, 2004. Prospective jurors were asked if they knew any lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender people, whether they knew any recently married same-sex couples, or whether they had met any transgender people. The first trial began on April 14, 2004. Prosecuting attorney Lamero used male pronouns and her birth name to refer to Gwen, saying the defendants had decided, quote, that the wages of Gwen's sin of deception were death. In his opening statement, the defense attorney for Michael argued that he should not be charged with murder, rather manslaughter at worst under California law. Madison's attorney said that his his client was not biased, but had been had been shocked, quote, beyond reason to learn that he had unwittingly had sex with a, quote, man, a variant of the gay panic defense. During his testimony, Jaron said he felt his friends had been raped since Gwen, whom he referred to as male, did not come clean with being what he really was. I feel like he forced them into homosexual sex and my definition of rape was being forced into sex and that that was a quote directly from jaron yeah so let's give him a lighter Mm. sentence Mm. yeah when asked how she forced them neighbors answered through deception the first trial ended in mistrial on june 22nd 2004 following nine days of deliberations when the jurors were unable to reach a unanimous decision for the three men While the jury agreed that Gwen had been murdered, they could not agree whether it was premeditated. I know. That's why there was two trials. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The final verts were uh, 10 to 2 in favor of acquitting Jose and Jason of first degree murder and 7 to 5 in favor of convicting Michael of first degree murder. Although they were given the option of convicting the men of second-degree murder or manslaughter, they were unable to proceed past the first-degree murder deliberations. Mm -hmm. One of the jurors wrote a newspaper article after the mistrial. In it, he credited Jason's defense attorney, Tony Sarah, with introducing enough reasonable doubt about the veracity of the prosecution's witness, including both Nicole Brown, um, who had who had ultimately admitted to consuming more than a dozen beers that night and Jared neighbors who was characterized as a liar and a chameleon prone to exaggeration and eager to please in every social situation. So because Jaron was a liar and because Nicole may have been intoxicated we don't believe that these person who murdered this woman actually murdered this woman, or we have at least been able to be introduced enough reasonable doubt to say that we're not sure. I think the, the way I read this was with the reasonable doubt. We're not sure that it was first degree. Murder. Correct. Not that this was, I think it was just whether it was first degree, second degree or manslaughter. Right, I right, think right, that's right. what the reasonable doubt came from. I definitely, they definitely agreed that something, obviously something bad happened. They're like, they're not, taken away from that they just don't know they're unsure of what to charge them with how to define it all right so now we're going to get into the second trial the second trial began on may 31st 2005 um publicity by transgender activists was credited with informing the public about the tactics the defense lawyers had adopted to blame gwen for her own death changing the approach to the case the day after The first trial ended in mistrial. A court granted Gwen's mother's petition for a posthumous name change requiring the defense lawyers to refer to the victim with female pronouns. Yes, please. Let's not dead name the dead. Yes. Let's not dead name anybody. Let's not dead name the dead. That process is very rare, Mm -hmm. but I just thought that that was really fucking cool. I think that's amazing that they did. That's amazing that they did. And that's a huge fucking Mm -hmm. deal. That is a huge deal to her family, to her friends, and to Gwen, you know? Mm -hmm. Michael Madison, Jose Morrell, and Jason Cazares were charged with first-degree murder with hate crime enhancements. Mm -hmm. The three defendants testified in this trial and blamed each other as well as Jaron Neighbors. 
It's like the spy. It's like the Spider-Man meme. You have three murderers yep. all pointing at each other. Go, no, you're the yep. murderer. No, that's you're exactly the murderer. what it is. It's like you're. I feel like you're in fucking high school, bro. Like, no, you farted. I didn't fart. Yeah. You fart. Like that's exactly. Yeah, and whoever smelt it dealt it. And at this point, they're all at least twenty-five years old, if not older. Correct. So they're still acting like fucking children. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. Neighbors testifying for the prosecution stated that Michael admitted to strangling Gwen. Jose testified that Jaron was responsible for the major head injuries to her, but supported the assertion that Michael had strangled her. Michael testified that Jaron admitted he had strangled Gwen. During Michael's testimony, a tape of his initial interview with the police was shown in which an investigator was recorded coaching him how to use the trans panic defense. Uh Uh-huh. Hmm. During the closing statements of the second trial, Jason Hmm. Cazares, defense lawyer, Tony Sarah, argued that the three defendants were, quote, ordinary human beings who were guilty at most of manslaughter for the role in the death in a, quote, classic state of heat and passion. Sarah also argued that Jason took no active role in killing her. To avoid a second mistrial, prosecuting attorney Chris Lamero argued for a first degree murder conviction, but gave jurors the option of a second degree murder conviction for the three or even manslaughter for Jose. He asked the jury to return first degree murder convictions of Michael and Jason, fingering Michael as the main culprit who had strangled Gwen and calling him, quote, a poor excuse for a man with a, quote, stupid and moronic list of excuses for murdering her. Chris, you're my hero. Agree, 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 agree. (laughs) On September 8th, 2004, the jury announced that it had reached verdicts on two of the three defendants. As Judge Harry Shepard instructed, the verdicts were kept secret. On September 12th, after a week of deliberation, the jury announced its verdicts. It had deadlocked on Jason Caceres, voting 9-3 in favor of convicting him for murder. Michael Madison and Jose were each convicted on the charge of second degree murder, but not convicted of the hate crime enhancement allegations, which fucking bullshit, especially because they had Michael on tape mm. being coached how to do it. Correct. And the whole thing is, is it's at its core and at its definition, what a hate crime is at its core. I killed them because I hated who they were is like, that's the, that's the bottom line of this entire Agreed. conversation. So to not find them guilty on the hate crime, it's bullshit. Like you said, that's exactly what it was. It wasn't a quote unquote crime of passion. Give me a fucking break. No, no. <sighs> After the trial, one of the jurors stated in an interview with the San Francisco Chronicle that their murder conviction was because, quote, the community standard is not and cannot be that killing is something a reasonable person reasonable person would have done that night but not hate crimes since the murder was believed to have been committed not because Gwen was transgender but to quote cover up a situation that had gotten out of control oh if you guys could see Charlie's face right now Uh, I know I know I I am at I nope I have no words I have no words for the ridiculousness of that statement agreed so basically what you're saying is if you lie bad enough to these three jabronis, they might kill you. Mm-hmm. But no matter what your gender is mm-hmm. or what your gender identity is, they're going to kill you if the, if you lie to them. Is yeah. basically what they're saying. Yeah, pretty much. That it has no basis in truth that mm-hmm. they did it because she was trans is an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Agreed. You're dumb. Agreed. Uh, you're dumb. <laughs> it just, uh, I don't know. Infuriating. Whole thing. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Very much so. Lamero had undermined criminal intent by commenting, quote, Gwen being transgender was not a provocative act. It's who she was. However, I would not further ignore the reality that Gwen made some decisions in her relation with these defendants that were impossible to defend. I don't think most jurors are going to think it's okay to engage someone in sexual activity, knowing they assume that you have one sexual anatomy, 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 
Not anatomy. Anatomy when you don't. Michael and Jose were sentenced in January 2005 to 15 years to life in prison for second degree murder. While Jose expressed deep sorrow and regret to Gwen's family, Michael was angry about his verdict and expressed no remorse for his role in murdering Gwen, according to presiding judge Harry Shepard. Oh my God. I am so shocked that he didn't regret it. Same. Wow. What what a huge turn of events. Mm -hmm. He's a fucking dirtbag. This Michael, like, he is a fucking piece of shit. Dirtbag. Yeah. I mean, they're all pieces of shit, but like he's the king shit. He's the king shit. And they're just his little turd followers. <laughs> exactly. They're just a whole bunch of little turd nuggets. Legit. I just yeah. want to flush them down the toilet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to avoid a third trial, Jason Cazares pleaded no content, no contest to manslaughter on December 16, 2005, and was sentenced to six years in prison with credit for time already served. Side note, I fucking hate that. Mm, mm-hmm. The time that you had already served should be on top of what you're sentenced to. I agree. Like, that's 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 fucking dumb. That is fucking yep. dumb. Yeah. Why do you get time? Like, why do you get credit? Right. For you're guilty. Why do you get credit for that? Exactly. exactly. If you're not guilty, I understand you doing something to like. Right. My bad. Right. But right, like, right. Like, you're guilty. Like, you, we had you exactly where you should have been. You guilty piece of shit yeah correct like if you were found innocent that's different or like let's right. say what you were found guilty of did didn't warrant any more than that time served fine but i'm sorry right. when it comes to something like this like murder or manslaughter no 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 let's add on top of what you already yes served. That's, yes that's correct because you stupid. are you are by definition a danger to society correct correct the longer be, that you're behind bars the, the happier yeah exactly Mm -hmm. the happier everybody in that area should be exactly exactly Mm -hmm. sorry i wanted to get that out of the way because it really fucking bothers me (laughs) no i agree (gasps) with you i agree with you completely Uh, jason asked to begin serving his sentence after the birth of his third child scheduled for march or april of 2006 which was granted although lamero noted quote it's difficult for me to entertain a request like that when gwen is dead I was just going to say, they didn't give her a chance to, you know what? We're going to kill you, but we're going to wait until you, you know, get to hug this person one last time. Fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck that. Throw him in jail, throw away the key. Legit. Oh, you'll never meet your kid? Oh, well. Oh. You should have thought about that before fucking killing people. Before murdering someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For existing. According to Lamero, Jason was willing to plead guilty to being an accessory after the fact but that deal was rejected because the sentence was just was just three years and admitted no culpability in the Mm. murder right the san francisco lgbt community center released a statement expressing the disappointment many felt upon hearing that the hate crimes charges did not stick this was a transgender youth who was interrogated, brutalized, sexually assaulted, and humiliated before her death based on her transgender status. Transgender musician and activist Shauna Virago told the Bay Area Reporter she wanted community pushback after the verdict. Quote, the overkill of the actual murder speaks to the fact that this was a hate crime. We have to remember that any of the freedom we enjoy in being out and expressing our gender comes from the fact that we have been fierce and we have been proud and very loud. And I don't see that right now. Mm -hmm. Sylvia Guerrero, Gwen's mother buried Gwen in women's clothes and makeup. Mm. He was born this way. He always felt like a girl. Sylvia said at the vigil, Eddie was different and people were mean to him, but he was my baby boy. He was my son. I loved him unconditionally. Mm-hmm. On the first anniversary of the murder, Horizons Foundation created the Gwen Arojo Memorial Fund for Transgender Education. The fund's purpose is to support school-based programs in the nine-county Bay Area that promote understanding of transgender people and issues through annual grants. Through this fund, Arojo's mother and family speak in the middle and high schools about transgender awareness and understanding. Mm. I fucking love that. They need Mm -hmm. to do more of that. Mm -hmm. 
In 2006, California governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought you just said it wrong. And no, then I no. realized what you did. I did and that I was on like, purpose. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. So the governor um, signed the Gwen Arojo Justice for Victims Act into law. Wow. The law limited the use by criminal defendants of the gay trans panic defense by allowing parties to instruct jurors not to let bias influence their decisions, Mm -hmm. including bias against the victim based on his or her gender identity or sexual orientation. Mm. The law put California on record as declaring it contrary to public policy for defendants to be acquitted or convicted of a lesser included offense on the basis of appeals to societal bias. Mm, well, good job, Arnold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That governor, though. Mm-hmm. In September of 2014, California Governor Jerry Brown signed Assembly Bill number 2501 into law. The law further restricted the use of the gay trans panic defense by amending California's manslaughter statute to prohibit defendants from claiming that they were provoked to murder by discovering a victim's sexual orientation or gender identity. Mm-hmm. AB 2501 was introduced by Assemblywoman Susan A. Bonilla, Bonilla in partnership with Equality California. So... I'm now going to tell you about, I'm just going to give you a breakdown of the parole and release of these scumbags. Because I'm sure they're all out. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that I had zero doubt I from know. the minute you started talking that all of them are just walking around, living their lives. Go ahead. I know. And this is, this is also the disgusting part. Correct. Yeah. It, but the worst, the worst part, I'm not shocked. I know. And that's, I'm sorry. The worst part. No, that's is that it's not shocking. It is. It's terrible. It's 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 absolutely fucking terrible. Jason Cazares was released from was released from prison in July of 2012. Jaron Neighbors was released from prison sometime before 2016. So just over 10 years. Mm-hmm. The first one was just under 10 years. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just under 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um. Jose Morelli was granted was granted parole in 2016 with the support of Sylvia Guerrero. Okay. So she she was okay with that. All right. Okay. That's the only reason why I'm okay with that was that All right. mom. If mama says okay. Exactly. Michael Madison said he was not ready for release at his parole board hearing in 2016 and his request for parole was also opposed by Sylvia Guerrero. Good. Michael was denied parole again in September of 2019. So he is still in jail. That's nice. That's nice. The King asshole is still in jail. I still think the others should be too. Yeah. They all suck, but he i feel like she died at his hands while the other while the and at like his instruction correct while the others did do horrible things as well Mm. Mm -hmm. i just feel like what he did to her bypassed everybody right had he not been there that night she likely she likely would still be alive correct maybe badly beaten Correct. Right. And again, not great, no. not right no. in any sense of the word. But no. if he was not there, there's a chance that she would not have died. That Correct. Night. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the murder of Gwen Arojo. And I just oh, researching this and, you know, pulling my pictures for the our, the Instagram post that'll go along with this. She was fucking beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's such a shame. It's such a waste. You know, I could totally, I totally believe that she would have been that Hollywood makeup artist. Like, when you mm-hmm. see the pictures of her, she just, the way she presents herself. And uh, I know. It's horrible. Yep. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking. It's heartbreaking. It is. It's heartbreaking. It is. It is. Yep. But yeah. It's heartbreaking. That is the story. Well. Thank you for telling that story, Jovi. You're welcome. Appreciate it very much. Again, I apologize for the 
awful pronunciation of these names. Um, but again, no disrespect. It's just I suck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's all on me. That's all on me. Yeah. So thank you for telling that story. I appreciate You're it. Welcome. Great job. You're welcome. Um, if you guys want to check us out, find us on uh, social media. You can find us bed crime stories at Instagram and on Twitter. Um, if you have a story suggestion, uh, you can shoot us an email bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com, or you can uh, jump over into our DMS on Instagram as well. We like to, we check those uh, pretty regularly. Uh, but let's see, like rate review, subscribe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, wherever you listen, all those things all of those things uh tell a friend be kind to one another please 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 all the things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love every single one of you please stay safe out there mm-hmm. you know take care of one another uh, do all that you can to hopefully leave this world a better place yes please please it's a garbage fire legit again thank you guys so much for listening to us we can't wait to see you next week but until then sweet sweet dreams. dreams our theme song is the song industrial music box by kevin mcleod at incompetech.com licensed under creative commons by attribution 3.0 creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0